Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Going into the future, and then into the past, and then into the present. Woo! That is what happens. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hi. My my name is David Bell. Um, And I am past, present, and future Tom. Mm. And we just watched The Atom Project. The Atom Project. Atom. No, it's Adam, not Atom. I think it's Atom in the movie, but Adam is the title. Uh, Wink. Fine. Can we maybe slow down? There's no one even following us. Don't look back. Look up. Uh, I think we're about to have some company. Stop the car. What? What? Stop! Go, 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 go. Reverse! Laura, this is me. Hi. Parallel contact, babe? Well, you know, you've always said that you wished you'd met me earlier. Here I am. The Atom yeah, Project Netflix. and his package. Ooh, I love Adam and his package. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, I love that band. No one knows that band. He's got to be like 80 now, right? He's at least 100 years old and dead. <laughs> yeah. Shout yeah. out to all Shout you out to Adam, Adam and his package, package fans. Yeah. Punk Rock Academy. Yeah. Uh, it's good stuff. Um, let's just talk about Adam and his package. What... Um, so this uh this yeah this came out on on the Netflix yeah uh we could have done turning red I realized now oh uh, yeah I suppose we could have yeah yeah well, do I, we it have just anything? didn't occur to me well I mean I think this month is kind of dry after the Batman so we maybe we do it next week yeah maybe in terms yeah, we'll of in terms of theatrical releases I don't think much of anything I've heard, I've heard nothing good, good things about turning red and I've already seen pieces of it thanks to my niece and nephew oh right it's on who, Disney Plus. Because they, yeah, it's on the road. They yeah. just keep sacrificing Pixar on the altar of their streaming service. Of course they do. Just massacring uh, that movies. I mean that that studios. Uh, anyway, that's a, that's a topic for a different <laughs> podcast. Yeah, um, yeah. This is this is that Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Sean Levy? Sean Levy. Yep. How many Levies are there? There's a David Levy. I don't know David Levy. I thought there was a David Levy. Which one's Sh- Sean Levy? What's isn't there a Levy in Shit's Creek that's not Eugene? Yeah, uh, Daniel. Daniel Levy. Okay, so maybe I was thinking of Daniel. And t- uh, also um, uh, Eugene Levy's. It's actually Levy. Um, Eugene Levy's yeah, daughter is also in it. I forget her name, but she plays the waitress at the diner on Shit's Creek. Okay, they got that Baldwin energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> this is yeah. Uh, Sean, who directed Free Guy, yeah, and also and he's this one producer uh, on Stranger Things and has directed a few of those episodes as well. 
Okay. And this is, yeah, it was like a time travel. They uh, they really pushed it as like the next Back to the Future, which we talked about on Hypecast. Yeah, it's, it's um, they're pushing it as like a, a, a next Spielberg type movie. Like there's E.T. elements in it. It's got Back to the Future in it. Yeah. It's got, um, oh, I feel like, the you know, there's a little bit of Last Starfighter in Flight there. Of the that Navigator. That there's some Flight of the Navigator. Definitely Flight of the Navigator. Yeah, neither of those are Spielberg. But it's, but the, yeah, the point is it's, it's trying to recapture that 80s kid sci-fi uh, vibe. Right. And I, I have something to say about that. Sure. But we should first start by talking about how we like the film. Uh, how'd you like the film? That is a complicated answer, surprisingly. Like Same. No, same. Yeah. Uh, I, I really liked a lot of this film, and then I really didn't like yes. other parts of the film. Yeah. I think this movie stumbles and it's it's a rough beginning unfortunately this movie stumbles a lot because it's it's trying to do too many jokes i think like it doesn't yeah, it's trying to do too many things it's yeah it's 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 wearing a lot of hats i think it's trying to be too wacky but like when it's actually uh, at the same time it is like surprisingly profound uh yes. ab- about grief <laughs> yes that that's the funny thing is this movie doesn't forget character stuff Mm-mm. and so i would my my overall critique is that uh i didn't like the beginning and i didn't like the climax the climax Not necessarily the ending the climax, the climax was bad the ending is great the climax was bad yes yes climax was like fucking 2003 yeah, I like no idea kids, like it was Agent cody banks it was yeah it was very agent it was ludicrous but like that's yeah. the, like this movie every dramatic scene is very very good like surprisingly good very good extremely good so it's the like, part at the bar with his mom uh, extremely good that's uh, like the every seriously every dramatic scene is good the highs the highs are high the highs are surprisingly uh, high in this movie like i yeah. did not expect especially when this movie begins with like a just really overdone Ryan Reynolds comedy. Uh, a lot of it's coming out of the mouth of this kid. And you're like, no kid behaves like adult Ryan Reynolds. So yeah. it's like, it's like really trying to be jokey, uh, like too jokey uh, right at the top. But then like you get, once it hits, it like it hits its first like real dramatic beat. You're like, what the fuck? And then like the rest of the movie is like that where it'll have these, these dips of like, really like some of the action is okay but like a lot of the like a lot of like the jokes and stuff are like too much it's like trying too much to be that like ironic wisecracking tone but when it yeah, drops it's, it's that the shit kid, the kid is yeah the kid it's not the kid the actor's fine but the lines they have him say yes. it's just like oh i was fuck. i was gonna say that oh. like the kid is a the kid is good they have him do a the lot kid of is very good they have yeah. him do a lot of things that are not appealing like him trying to be like, I understand why they would want him to to try to behave like Ryan Reynolds, so he could be like, oh, I could see how he would grow up into him. But like, no kid has that fully formed personality of an adult Ryan Reynolds. It's like, right, and too, it's it's yeah. tough because like you look at Shane Black will have the clever kid, uh, but for some reason he does it well, uh, and I think I'm tr- I always try to figure out he doesn't overdo it like this he this, doesn't yeah i think it's that this movie will have the kid make like seven ironic uh observations within the same minute and a half right and it's like no yeah and no it's like, kid calm is, the fuck down yeah no kid is this ironic um yeah and he does yeah he doesn't talk like a human being for a single line uh for a, uh, for, for, a, at least for a while for a yeah. while that so that i think the ultimately the biggest problem with this movie is it like it's too 
it feels like it's too afraid to be completely genuine, which is a shame because when it is genuine, it's like really fucking good. Yes. I I think it's that. And so they talk about like, ooh, next Back to the Future, right? Next mm-hmm. Spielberg. The problem is, is that you can't do that and just be ridiculously deli- derivative. Yeah. Um, like that. That's the pro- that's my biggest issue with this movie is that it feels like it's trying too hard to be like every other movie. It has that Netflix sheen, you know, that yeah. we've gotten used to. And then, like, you look at Back to the Future. You look at Flight of the Navigator. You look <laughs> at E.T. What do those all have in common? Uh, they they or Bill and Ted. They all did something weird an original and this they're like to time travel it's a cgi jet that looks like everything else uh the moment the combat started i was like whoop that's a bad idea right like why they have them fight like a jet why does he have a lights like they make a joke about it like yeah. that's a lightsaber dude it's like yeah it is a lightsaber why does he have one why right dave why do the time machines have guns i don't know i don't know <laughs> uh i don't know why they felt the need to make it a superhero film, yeah. except for some producer in the room probably yeah. said, yeah, you got big. And that honestly, I think that's going to date the film so fast. Yeah. Because like you look, you look at the films of Spielberg that they're trying to imitate. You look like Marty McFly isn't doing ninja kicks. You right. know, they're both like they're both <laughs> of their time, but they're also timeless because it focused on the heart of the story and the characters primarily and when this movie does that it's very good so it's like you guys it's like you guys had it you had it you still have it like it's in the movie just just be be more confident in that aspect ah it's it's frustrating to watch you could you could could almost do a cut of this movie where you like the weirdest thing is i would cut out all the action if i was making a lot of it a a lot of it most of it's unnecessary yeah it's just, yeah. it, it really it does, ju- it does didn't just need to be an action film. Yeah. It really does just feel like, well, we got to throw some spinning lightsaber and some cool action scenes in there so it can compete with other blockbusters. It's that suffocating blockbuster template that exists right now. It's the, four the, quadrant, the four quadrant PG 13 action blockbuster. It's like, no, you didn't need that stuff. Like, this is when you strip all that stuff away, this is like a really profound movie that has good scenes and like a good message uh yeah like this could have been much better than it is like this i really could have i feel like this could have been a movie that would withstand the test of time uh now i mean as it exists i don't think that it will i could be wrong uh because like what you pointed uh, out has all that stuff that really dates it um but we'll see yeah, I think it's going to be one of those movies that people don't talk about too much. And then you'll go back and watch. Like, I'm trying to think of a good example where, like, you ever watch, like, I mean, I, I you ever watch, like, an old movie you haven't seen in a while since a kid? And then it's, like, filled with, like, bad 80s mu- music or, like, a bad skateboarding scene <laughs> or something where you're like, oh, God, I forgot. Yeah. Oh, God. This was- <laughs> yeah, I forgot this was so fucking dated. It's going to be like that. Like, I think people might have fond memories of this. You grow up, you go back and watch it, and you're like, you watch. Because I-, I do think those fight scenes will be embarrassing. They will be embarrassing one day where we look sense. back and go, yeah, where we go, I can't believe we were cramming yeah, this like, shit. Why is he it's, a ninja? It's like Mac and me when they dance at the McDonald's. Yes. It's that shit. When they dance at the yeah. McDonald's for six minutes. 
Right, and it's like I can't fucking believe we thought this was a good idea. Yeah, um, it's like why it's on that? earth is he a, a, a spin flippy Jedi ninja? It's like what the f- okay, right? <laughs> and it was probably because some producer was like, "Ah, you gotta have action in there," um, or or whoever like thought that was necessary because yeah, it otherwise a lot of fucking heart yeah. throughout this movie. It's yeah, other than those things, this movie is. Uh, quite good, and I keep it, it surprisingly so. Like it yeah, really, it really, plot. it really knocked me on my back foot. To be honest, yeah. Like, oh yeah, no that 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 bar scene, the bar uh, scene, like, shit. The final scene with with Ryan Reynolds and his dad, like yep. it's like Jesus. Like this movie has a lot of su- surprisingly profound things to say about. I didn't expect. Uh, yeah. No, to say about grief. I didn't yeah. expect them to keep the dad dead. Yeah. It actually... Kudos. Um, I was... Kudos. Yes. Well, kudos mainly because it was really easy to not kill him. They, right. That's um, the ending you're expecting is we're doing time right, travel. Is that, yeah. They'll bring his dad back, but they don't. And that's well, really, really important that they don't. It is. But like, it, I I was waiting for them to reveal that his car accident wasn't an accident. Sure. That he was murdered. Right. Yeah. Like... That made that made sense to me. That yeah, actually that makes sense that in the plot. That would have made sense in the plot because the bad guy is Catherine Keener, his partner who right. screws over the timeline to rule time travel. So it's like, yeah, from jump, you're thinking anytime in a movie like this where it was like, oh, he died in a car accident and it's like a sci-fi movie or like there's a, a thriller or espionage elements to right. it, immediately your brain is like, I don't think that was a fucking accident. You know what yeah, I mean? They, <laughs> like, the princess died him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And so, like, that's it, it. Not only did I expect that, but I wasn't even going to be angry if that was right. The case, it made, it, it just felt it would have, so natural. Right. It would have made perfect narrative sense. Like, I wouldn't have been mad. Yeah. I would have been a little miffed after you know after experiencing everything that the movie has to say about grief, and then they buy it back oh, at yeah. the end by having the dad come back. I guarantee there was a version. I'm sure there was, happened. and I respect it, the hell. It might have even been the first draft. Yeah, yeah. I respect the hell out of whomever decided that the dad should stay dead at the end that's the thing is this didn't need to be about grief but if it wasn't there'd be nothing here it's kind of honestly if you if you take well i will go through the plot in a second i swear guys um but if like if you're starting with time travel as your concept that's like grief and regret are kind of the only things to play with with time travel. If you want to make a movie yeah. that's a, if you want to make a story that's like about something, the, I mean, well, it's not the only things, but those are like the um, the things that come to mind. Like, when do we wish that we could time travel? It's you, right. it's usually in the past, not the future, and it's because we want yeah, to fix either... some tragedy. There's, it's, it's regret or or grief. It's, right. it just, it it's just... either that or we want to go back and have sex with ourselves. And right. Be our yeah. Own we want to we want to fuck dinosaurs and be emperor of of prehistoria. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it's one of those two things. Um, it's and... wild how Back to the Future, um, one of the movies that they clearly you know want us to think of, doesn't do any of that, and it is in fact extremely irresponsible with time travel. <laughs> like you think that'd be the lesson in Back to the Future, but he just goes and makes his life better. The movie and uh, just it, like it, it's. I would I would push back a little bit. It is a little bit about those ideas. It's just not as uh, intense in its emotions, yeah. and it's not as uh, upfront about it. But it is about like fixing something that was wrong, right? But it, it's very funny because it's Doc constantly talks about it, right? Time, of course, he just... but it literally is the first story is the story of Marty 
going back in time to get himself a cool car. Like that's like essentially, just, yeah. They fundamentally, they do what they do what Kathleen Keener does in this movie. Yeah, uh, like they're the Biff in this movie. Right. She is. She is both. She does both the Biff and the Marty thing in this movie. Yeah. Like she does both things. And yeah, that's. I mean, I think we've talked about that on past podcasts. But yeah, every oh, of course, Doc Brown's whole thing is like the time machine is too dangerous. But like all they ever do is fuck with the timeline to better their own situations. <laughs> that's all they the do. Only, it's. <laughs> It, it's it's very much the same with Marvel where they're like this can't fall into the wrong hands and it's like, like your hands but, are the wrong hands <laughs> yeah exactly shouldn't it not fall into any hands right like that's the same with Back to the Future where they're like oh I never should have invented that and time machine if I knew that one, Biff would get it he builds yeah, a giant he, he time train it. yeah time train time train so, where anyway. are you gonna go in that time train duck <laughs> <laughs> anyway. With uh, your kids you, who shouldn't exist, you, with your dead wife, your outs. Yeah, everything about yeah. your family is unholy and outside of nature. Yeah, <laughs> you have caused a, a, a an, an amazing ripple in time. Like <laughs> every if, other movie, in every other movie, he would be hunted down. Yeah, by time cops. Yeah, you know there would be a, a, a legion of time. Like he is the most wanted yeah. man in every parallel dimension. Yeah, if, if, yeah, it's if, some Rick and Morty shit. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's the idea that that's the thread that Rick and Morty pulls. One hundred, one hundred percent. Anyway, um, <laughs> so this movie it starts in a way that I I would I would argue they shouldn't have done this cold cold open. I don't know. They start with Ryan Reynolds going to the past and he's getting shot at in his big stupid jet, which looks like everything else. And I I think it would have been more compelling to start with the kid. Yeah, should have started uh, with the kid. Yeah, we didn't really need that sequence, but we see so there's a few suspensions of disbelief things that I was fine with personally. He gets gut shot, and throughout the film, it is not a problem. It's only and, uh, it's only like, a problem when they need it to be. Yeah, and it's one of those where I'm like, I think you would die. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure that he's, he got shot through the stomach. It, it's, I it's, thought it was like he was future healing or something. Yeah. But, it's it's kind of they try to do the thing where it's like it's not right through his belly it's like low to the to like the left side right. but it's like i feel like that would still like punch through his kidney or something he'd never he'd never be the same again yeah. yeah but they treat it like he literally just has to stay off his feet that's movies. sometimes that's i don't i, I don't I've mind never, that yeah too well, much like, like i said this is suspension of disbelief yeah I didn't mind it either, but it's they really ask a lot. Like I've never seen a movie treat a, a gunshot wound this casually. Uh, like I don't, I really don't think I've seen something that. I guess when Tony Stark got stabbed by Thanos and just like froze it, but even he had like some sort of future healing. It yeah, seemed he had like. nanobots and shit. Yeah, it was weird that they didn't have Ryan Reynolds be, see like, oh, I have this like future medicine, but whatever. Uh, and so the concept is he he goes back to 2022 accidentally. He's trying to go to 2018, and he run he doesn't run into. He specifically targets his young self, uh, and he just doesn't give a fuck. Um, and they they kind of gloss well they gloss over it as they they explain as much as you need to which is basically says like yeah once i go back my memory will change and i'll remember this uh yeah it's it's frequency rules it's frequency rules yeah and that's fine and the ship this is the another big ask i thought the ship won't function if you're injured it's like tied to his dna and for some reason it won't work if you're injured which i thought like sense no because 
if you're time traveling, if anything, if you're injured, the ship would be like, yes, let's get out of here. Like, we don't want to leave this ship behind, it's, you know? Like, imagine any piece of technology not working if you were injured, like your car right. not starting. It's like, no, if if I if I'm injured, this is the time I need my car to start the most. Like, right. This and like, is urgent. But, but especially, like, the implication is like, you know, plausible deniability, like, oh, if you're injured, you're on your own. But in time travel, that wouldn't make any sense. It would, yeah, it would just be like, no, that's more reason. Yeah. You don't want to die in the past. You don't want someone finding it's all a, that stuff. It is a bizarre uh, uh, rule they put in just to give him, an, to give us an excuse to bring the kid along. Right. Which is why it's like, you're like, I'll allow it, I guess. It, it's, I mean, it makes as much sense as anything in Back to the Future, you know? Yeah. Where sure. it's like, or it's that's the sort of stuff where it's like i don't give a shit you know uh i get the kind of movie you're making here uh and so he basically just kind of starts pushing around his young self to help him uh and we reveal that he is actually trying to save his wife yes uh and so the the idea is that um she was a test pilot and she vanished in 2018 and never came back. And they said it was like an accident, but it, something seemed wrong uh, about it. And it seemed like her death was perhaps covered up mm -hmm. uh, or a cover up rather. Yeah. And her flight logs were erased. Like there's he's, he, there are yeah. reasons so he for him rogue. to suspect that something fucked up happened. So he went rogue. And so yeah. it's an interesting start because uh, it uncovers a larger conspiracy. Yeah. Um. And so he, this is when things, this is when things start falling apart. Cause there's these fun in games where he's just hanging out with his young self, trying to like, you know, trying to get him to stand up to bullies. He runs into his own mom at a bar and like the kid's dad had just died. So he's like really mean to his mom. Yeah. And there's this whole bit where he's just like, you're going to feel sick the way you treated her all these years. And that was the stuff that was great. Yeah. Where it's like, he's mad at his younger self. Yeah. He's mad. He's just, they, he's, he, he is mad. Like that's his characteristic. Yeah. He's, and they have and he, a scene later where they, they just lay it out for you, which is still a good scene. Um, good scene. Yeah, and so just, the idea angry, is he's yeah. looking at his younger self with distaste because his younger self did not treat his mom well after the dad died um and then he meets the mom at the bar and he like gives her advice and it's so sweet yeah where he tells her like you need to let your son know that you don't have it all together you know uh that's all he sees and like it's 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 very well done yeah uh ryan reynolds is killing it in these everyone scenes. is like a uh, jennifer garner in yeah. those scenes is great it's oh yeah <laughs> this movie's traumatic scenes are very good <laughs> they're really good these people are pros yeah because they knew they knew that was what they were going for yeah. you know they knew it's about people they have good instincts yes when it comes to telling the story with when it comes to the characters mm -hmm. but i feel like they like i feel like there's just for whatever reason that modern sensibilities leaked in and they weren't this this just really needed to be a phone booth type of situation, not the movie phone booth. Uh, like I needed something where it's like, okay, you're gonna do Back to the Future, you're gonna do time travel. Give me something I haven't seen before. Make it make it grounded, you know, or make it weird. And like, and this is where starts, things start going wrong. Is at the house, Ryan Reynolds like uses his dog sense or something to uh, he notices that they're coming, 
and then it just explodes into an action scene between him out of and what are essentially nowhere. stormtroopers. stormtroopers yeah. yeah out of nowhere these guys it's it, it just it's been fun and games et only with your future self basically like he's hiding ryan reynolds right. in his garage and then all of a sudden it and explodes just, into a superhero jedi fight in his backyard it is wild yeah. and it was such a bad idea like like the kids dialogue aside for the most part before this moment i was like i'm with this movie like the kids dialogue got a little grating um, yeah it's but it, the moment he started like fucking flipping in the air like like when neo fought agent smith yes all the and like where it's like this rubber ryan reynolds type shit where it's like he's like, like slamming his bow staff in the ground yeah. to blast these stormtroopers away with a wave of energy this is Right. It's fucking whiplash when this happens. Yeah, and it is so inappropriate. It's um, dumb. Like it's, it's dumb. so dumb, and it's like, oh my gosh, you're like stabbing this, uh, uh, like heartfelt, genuine story you have between these characters just right in the chest each time you explode yep. into one of these goofball action sequences. And they do this thing where he kills them, and he says like, "People die different." Yeah, in the past, in the, not in their time, and I'm like, sure, man, whatever gets you around the same. They time cop. I guess. They time cop away. It's kind of sweet. <laughs> it is kind of sweet, but it's also like so sanitized. Right? Like, yeah, of course. He'll he'll hit them with this stick, not even in a fatal way, and they'll just pop like a balloon into dust, and it's like, huh? Like it's just so. Well, that sanitized in video game well, that, and that, inappropriate. That honestly made his staff like unspeakably terrifying to me. Because like yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. Because some like sometimes he's nailing dudes in the side of the head, and then you know other times he just. It, but it's like, what the fuck is that staff doing that you whack somebody in the head, which still would be a problem, but they just instantly die. Right. <laughs> I don't like, know what it's a lightsaber. Dudes and I they guess. explode. My God, what is that thing? <laughs> Like right. if they if and they then, weren't turning to dust, what would this have looked like? It's like right. it's like it, the, I don't know. is the energy in that staff like frying their blood or something? Like what the fuck? <laughs> like I really want to see what that what those deaths are su- were supposed to have looked like supposed to look in like, their own yeah. timeline because it's probably horrific. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Like he shoots a guy uh, right underneath the chin and he turns into dust, and it's like, boy, that dude's brain would have come out of his head. Like you're, you are being so ruthlessly violent. It's it's it, yeah, and it's, it's this re- again. It's this yeah, uh, really right, weird. Right up until that moment, it's been like this surprisingly heavy story about a kid who's lost his dad, and now he's seeing his older self who is still angry about that loss. And it's like, wow, this is a movie that I did not expect. And then all of a sudden, he's just maiming dudes in his backyard. Right. They just wreck the house. Uh, Jennifer Garner's going to be pissed. No, we don't see her again. Uh, but then, um, <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah. Uh, we Zoe never Saldana get to see her react up. to the mess in her house. Yeah. No. Uh, and she, the, the wife, I didn't mention it was her. Yeah. Um, uh, fucking Gamora shows up and uh, 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 starts uh, killing people as well. And you kind of sensed it is like, yeah, he, they sort of, they, his mission to find her is over. Um, and now they're going to add a new element into it, mm-hmm. which was what was she killed for? Uh, and so she brings him to this cabin because she was, I guess, uh, just staying out of history. Yeah, they she, fucked she had to hide immediately. Yeah. yeah, of course they do. He hasn't seen her in like four yeah. years. They haven't seen each other in four yeah. years. Yeah. 
And then she tells him, oh, yeah, uh, ca- uh, fucking Catherine Keener um, biffed herself. That's why she, the, the person in, ti- in charge of time travel, it's a monopoly, like one company. Apparently, she went back in time and told herself how to get powerful and rich. She I, had her bet on yeah, the stock market and stuff. Had her buy, invest in certain companies and buy up other companies, et cetera. And then, yeah, basically freezing everybody else out of time travel, which Ryan Reynolds' dad is about to invent, Mark Ruffalo. Um, yeah. I actually really liked that, introducing the idea that the timeline has already been changed. Like, we, we don't... Yeah, because... Yeah, it already happened. Yeah, that's We're living the, in the altered with, timeline. Yeah, when they meet Ruffles, he's like, "You shouldn't be doing this," and they're basically like, "It's already fucked." And that was a, it was a good idea, I thought. Yeah, um, and that's like the whole, like the reason Zoe Saldana came back to 2018 is that I, th- I think this is what she says is that she saw a ship, re- like a ship returned from 2018, but there was no record of a trip ever being made. Uh, and then it's like, well, that right. that means the timeline was changed, like whenever it sent. Right. So that's a, that, was, also, that was a cool idea. That was a good, that was a good way to do that. This is. Yeah, it's also why I had no problem bringing back the dad at the end because it's not the right timeline. Mm-hmm. So like it was, it seemed to imply like, oh yeah, maybe it was never his time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess I don't know. Um, and so and so yeah, yeah it's, they, it's it's his his car he, accident is truly unrelated to the plot. It just it's yeah. something that happens to him. And so they have to go back in time even more because they realize, okay, this is all fucked. We're going to go back and just uninvent time travel, period. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I really also like that because they're not setting up a franchise here. No, it ends. Un- could- it ends. That's great. Yeah, they <laughs> they could if they wanted to cram a sequel in here. You but can it always ends, do that. The movie ends. Right. The story ends. It ends as definitively as ET ends. You know, and I mean they tried. Yes. To, they were toyed around with the idea of making an ET sequel for years too. But like, it's a right. complete story, and I also respect the shit out of that. Yeah, I respect immensely what they were trying to do with this movie. Mm-hmm. It it it's it's the thing where it's like. It, the movie almost feels infected by the sensibilities of today yes. that are bad. Yes. Uh, and it's like, oh, that's such a shame. Like you were trying to do something that was not, was like back to like, not old movies, but like back to the fundamentals of blockbusters of like making a real movie that has a beginning, middle, and most importantly, an end an ending. Yeah. And that was an original thought. And then it got like infected by like the superhero fucking Star Wars bullshit. Uh, it's a shame, yeah. but uh, so yeah, they um they go see Ruffles, his dad, uh, and there's a nice little thing where he like physically fights his dad. Yeah, and I I like how they make his dad just instantly know what happened. Yeah, uh, he just sees him and he's like, oh, you're Adam. Oh, time traveling. Like, oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because he's working on, like, he knows what he's, he already has uh, a computer running this algorithm that he made. So he already, right. he already knows he's basically invented it. They they also do this, like, kind of quasi-spiritual idea that it doesn't, like, people just sense each other. Like, they do it with the mom when he's in the bar, where, like, she clearly gets a vibe from him. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's the whole plot with... Uh, his wife too where they're like well like she gets fucking killed um and then so he like which i also liked because it raised the stakes where it's like yeah you have to cancel time travel and the idea is we won't we wouldn't have met if time travel didn't get invented and she says like we'll find each other uh and there's this implication that people are connected on a spiritual level 
uh, I guess, love. And so like that also works for Ruffles where he sees him and instantly just knows this is my son. Uh, and so, yeah, it's, it's a little bit of like, I can't help you because of science. And he's like, you have to help us. And then that just gets resolved. He helps them. And then the movie, movie felt short. They go to the, which I also appreciated. It's only about an hour. It's only about an hour and 40 minutes. Like this movie, even with the goofy whiplash moments of action scenes, this movie is actually paced pretty well. Yeah, I agree. Like I looked, I looked at like it, Ryan Reynolds and the kid are getting into his time machine at like minute fifteen. Yeah, that makes sense. I was like, sweet, uh, <laughs> we're moving. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about the forest scene where they just do Star Wars, uh, where they're on like speeders. Oh yeah, speeder bikes. Yeah, bas- they basically just do the like, speeder Jesus bike Christ. chase. Yep. Yep. Uh, it's whatever. Uh, it's and, like the action it's doesn't. Whatever. The action doesn't look bad, but it's also like it's so out of place here. Could have literally been. Uh, Ryan Reynolds fighting another person one on one in a fist fight, and that would have been that, just as the, exciting, the if not guy, more this, exciting. This, the, the bad guy, Christos. Like, there's a, there's a. This movie does another thing that's feels like a throwback, but I think it's really like you were saying. It's more like a fundamental thing, where it has like. Uh, I, I, I actually, I, I want to walk that back. I don't think it's a fundamental thing. It's just a throwback thing that I like. It has like a bad guy and then also like a like a mini boss you know what i mean like there was always there was always like a henchman like a like a cool henchman uh and this movie has that so it could have just been that guy that's chasing them uh on behalf of of uh um catherine keener um right yeah there's those all those fight if they want to do yeah you you did anyway yeah (laughs) they had all the pieces there and it it just they just clumsies it up with, with this it. Marvel stuff. But um, anyway. And so, yeah, so they, they go to the uh, they go to the place. There's a hard drive that they have to destroy. Sure, yeah. Uh, which is, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's fine. In this particle accelerator. And boy, that set, it really felt like, like Agent Cody Banks. Like everything was like super clean mm-hmm. and like metallic. And it was just like, oh, God, that whole, guys. That whole finale uh, in the, the climax in, in, the, in the reactor is, is bad. It's just bad. It's bad. Also, they set this thing up with Kathleen Keener, or Catherine, Catherine. Um, where uh, Catherine, Catherine, Catherine Keener, old uh, evil Keener. Um, evil Keens, she, yeah. When she goes back and talks to her weirdly de-aged self, they did not do a great job they didn't there, do, cause, well, like, Well, she's been in movies for like 30 years. Like, we know what Catherine Keener looked like 20 years ago. You guys didn't have, yeah. like, it doesn't look like her is the thing. It doesn't. It's like, you guys didn't um, have reference photos, <laughs> like yeah. But they make her her young self this idealistic person. That scene was really um, good. But like, it was really again, good. All the drama scenes are really good. Like the yeah, that one scene where her future self. They do the Ron Silver thing from Time Cop. Her future self goes and meets her younger self to have a scene with her to explain her. Yeah, well, he's like, well, I thought I was never going to see you again. You you came and told me to buy stock in all these horrible companies, and she's like, yeah, well, you got to do something else now grown-up adam is here he's gonna fuck up everything and everything you've been you gave your entire life for is 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 gonna be at risk so they kind of show first of all it's just a good scene it's fun to watch katherine keener play two different versions of herself yeah and it also she does she says like these horrible companies she's like well you bought them didn't you you know like there's a lot of that yeah you still did she's like i don't and she keeps saying like i don't want to do this and she's like but if you don't do this, you're just going to be lonely. This is all you have is this company. Yeah, it's you know, a like, really and, and so yeah, I was just it was just going to say it's a really efficient, elegant, and well executed yeah. way to get across what her motivation is. But it sets up something that they don't pay off because the movie is also about being mad at 
your younger self yes. or your older self. Yes. It's about the idea of seeing your future self and seeing this bitterness of all these years. And that's what's going on between them. Yeah. And the ending is they fight in this particle accelerator. And I, I bet, I actually kind of think they might've done this as an alternate and they were like too dark. Um, I thought the young Keener was going to looper herself. I thought she was going to kill herself. No, I didn't. Because, I, I never thought that was going to happen. Because, really? Yeah. Because, that or I thought she was either going to do that or stand up to herself. Do more. Because they set up this idea that she doesn't like who she becomes. Right. And like, I thought they were going to do something with that. No, and what I, happens instead. Okay, go ahead. Well, Keener is uh, faced off against the Ruffles and she's got a, a gun and he he's just like, go ahead, shoot. And this particle accelerator the whole time has been magnetically sucking things in. I would say except, at random. Yeah, except for the I, except for the gun in Catherine Keener's hand at this moment. Yeah, like anyway. it, it. Whenever it was convenient to the plot, yeah, basically, pretty much. Yeah, it's magnetic. Yeah, and she fires the bullet, and it magnetically pulls the bullet into her younger self and kills her younger self, and therefore her older self. And that was I thought that was dark uh, because her younger self has no agency. She's just this sniveling little shit. Uh, and she keeps saying like, yeah, I can't believe you had me sell this or buy this stock. So there's this feeling of like, she's going to stand up to her older self somehow. And she never does. She just gets shot. I'm going to push back uh, on that. Cause I think that's, that's her character, right? Her character. Yeah, I think that's kind of the. It's a her, tragic ending. Yeah, and her character doesn't have the. It's it's a little bit of the fatalism that sort of ties into like Mark Ruffalo's fate doesn't get changed. It's like right. her a, a core part of her character is that she doesn't have the will to stand up and do the right thing. She it, she yeah. knows it's wrong, but still did it anyway. Um, so I think that is. And then uh, her dying by being shot accidentally by her former self, um, which I actually didn't mind that part of it when because they get to have that a fun idea. It's a, and they get to have that fun exchange where she where she says you never understood the bigger picture and shoots the gun, and then Ruffalo says you never understood the science, and the bullet gets trapped right. by the magnetism and kills her younger self. It's like that's a that perfectly explains their dynamic. Um, so I yeah. think it's it it's both in her younger self it it, it shows that she never had that spine to be good right even if she wanted like she's idealistic but she it was really never in her like she just was too just, yeah and then her older self is it's self-destructive right it's self-destruction is what we're yeah, looking at exactly. so i didn't mind that that didn't happen like that fit with what her character that, was no that totally fits with her character it's more of like the movie felt like it was setting her up to be better than himself herself and the point of the movie being that you can't change some things but you can change yourself like that's kind of the idea, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like he can't save his dad, but how he feels about his dad, he can change. So I just thought that would have been there. It was yeah, like kind of possibly. just there for them, but it was fine. Uh, well, it was fine except for the, the ending was just yeah, the, the climb bunch of flipping around and weird bullshit. It was really, really bad. Uh, we don't need to go into it. It's just if you watch the movie, it's like a ticking clock. It's and it it's is like, so. What even is this? Agent Cody Banks is the perfect way to describe it. It is corny yeah. and cartoonish nobody is behaving like there's a huge reactor that's about to explode or that the universe as we know it is in jeopardy like everybody's being real glib it's just a very embarrassing climax up until that Here's final it is up until that final exchange uh when Catherine keener dies um yeah 
Yeah, after, again, climax, not Yeah, ending. the climax, not um, the ending. It's, it seems like this movie was able to treat kids like adults when it came to the emotional mm-hmm. core of the characters. It seemed like it greatly underestimated kids when it came to the action. Mm-hmm. And like I don't I don't know if we need blood and guts here. Uh, it doesn't have to be as grim as say Indiana Jones. But you look at Back to the Future. That's sort of there's not a, the level I was expecting. Right. Or in Back like, to the Future, there's no action. Right. If the He's movie's not fighting people, the movies it's directly you know um, quoting are Back to the Future, E.T., Flight of the Navigator. Those are not action movies. <laughs> No, and they're kids not. Loved and that's those what those movies. Is. Like ET was the biggest fucking movie of all time when it came out. Like there's there's no action in that movie. No action. You don't there's need suspense. to throw in random Marvel action sequences to hold kids' attention. You just don't. Right. You can you can do suspense. You can do tension. You mm-hmm. can find fun ways to do it. Yeah. Uh, but like it just seemed like it honestly felt like the entire plot of the villains could have been removed, uh, and the the issue could have been more. You know, well, I don't want it to be exactly Back to the Future, but it could be on that level of time machines broken. We have to do this stuff. You know, like it, it could I get or I or they find a clever way where it's the villains are after them, but it's they don't have to fucking ninja fight them. Right. Like how would um, she like I can get... I can even see a, a version where it's just the action is simply more grounded. Right. Where and it's, then that's it's, better. Yeah. If it was. Yeah, you could have made a, a way scaled back version where she's not literally flying around in the past with her future army. It's like, okay. Yeah. Like, if it was just her and her little henchman, Christos, uh, that would have made right. more if sense. Maybe it's like they're on the run. And you they're know? not less and threatening because like... Ryan Reynolds starts the movie shot. So it's like, it's already, right. he's like, he can't really defend himself or the kid. <laughs> Until he until he can. gets his lightsaber. That's, I'm, I'm saying like the pieces were there to yeah. do a move. The pieces were there. Yeah, do something where keep him very injured throughout. Yeah, and or have just... it so that the kid has to handle everything. Right, or that they have like to the handle kid. it in like they have him have these this future gear like a drone and a lightsaber, which is not a you know it's not a bad instinct. Obviously, you'd want it. Well, if he's come from the future, surely, surely, surely he would have some future cool gadgets right yeah just have them be more i don't know cerebral i don't know it's just less that or, or doesn't require you to break, flip through the air yeah or break them all immediately yeah make the bit be oh if i wasn't shot i'd be flipping through the air right now yeah but i'm not, i'm shot do iron man 3 you know like do something where they have to use their wits exactly yeah uh because it was so boring the moment they started fighting because it's just a big cgi like i don't think they even use stuntmen you know like it felt like it was blade 2 energy yeah where it's like i'm not even cer- certain that's a human flipping through the air yeah uh and so it's like what are we doing it's, it's, why would you it's ever not, think to do this n- those sequences are the only time watching this movie i had to fight the urge to look at my phone and that yeah. says a lot. <laughs> it's like you didn't. It says a lot. You didn't need. I was super engaged in the characters and their story. I don't need this nonsense. Right. So, like, in terms of going back to the first question, like, how did I like this? How could I recommend it? I'm not sure. I'm really not because uh, I like okay. that stuff was. It was such cat shit. Yeah, that, that stuff. Like that stuff was cat. Like, shit. 
It was the oldest, crustiest I, cat shit. You know those cat shits you don't find for a while, and they just have become fused with the carpet when you finally right. find them? I know you know. Yeah, oh, I know. I know. Um, and it's so yeah. entwined with the plot that it's like, those heartfelt scenes are so good, but it, it it's kind of like... <sighs> I th- it's like do over. It's like uh eh, it it you you fucked it up. You fucked up your movie. Yeah. I th- and so like I'm going to I'm going to need you to make a new one. I think they hobbled their movie for sure. I do think that the stuff that's good is good enough for me to say you should watch this movie. Like it's it it as the sum of its parts, I think it is worth watching. Um, yeah it'd be i would recommend it with a lot of warnings you know yeah, be like, be, be war- so here's the deal yeah, with this movie the first 10 minutes are gonna be you're gonna be like jesus i don't know about this it's gonna be a little rough uh at first but as soon as you start hitting the that that juicy dramatic stuff it's uh it's good and um yeah like i actually in that last scene where mark ruffalo it just is just looking ryan reynolds in the face and it's like i love you you're my boy you will always be my boy you know, oh, like he's just great. he's saying all the things that ryan reynolds was needed to hear and was so angry about this loss for his entire life like i cried during that scene yeah i lost my stepdad like six months ago uh so it's right. like this movie and made me cry with its profound yeah it's sad but it's also I keep saying profound, but it is. It was it was surprisingly so. Like it it was more thoughtful than I ever would have expected. And it says good things about grief and the grieving process. Uh, and it so this movie had both the power to make me, you know, shed genuine tears, and then also like laugh at how fucking goofy and stupid its action. It's like it's like badly shoehorned yeah. action was. So it's. But I think the good parts are good enough for me to say, yeah, watch this movie. Yeah. Uh, what it says about grieving is very good. Uh, and yeah, uh, it's um, it, it's a very fascinating film. It's Again, it's very derivative, but it's taking all these derivative ideas and using them to tell in a, a, a meaningful character story. Mm-hmm. Like the, the stuff with dealing with the dad is there's versions of this in other films. But this, it was very fresh, I thought. Um, it's just all the devices, everything around it. I think it. what, yeah, what, I think the most surprising thing, what made it fresh for me is how when a movie, when this movie wants to be genuine, it is un, uh, unabashedly so. It's not embarrassed. And then the rest of the movie, it feels like it's embarrassed to be genuine. Right. It, it sometimes punctuates with a joke here and there, mm-hmm. but not the parts that matter. Not the parts like that, that matter. Nope. There's a sweetness. Mm-hmm. There's a jokey sweetness, but it's not. It's not like oh, we have to break the tension. We have to. We have to act cool again. You yeah, know, like there's. Yeah, it, it 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 definitely looks that stuff in the face and doesn't flinch. Yeah, uh, and that's great. And I, I I really respect what this film is trying to do, which is tell a original film. Like I want this movie to succeed because I want us to move away from. Uh, a lot of what we're doing right now the problem is a lot of what we're doing right now is also in this film yeah also Uh, the fact that it's a netflix release is not yeah like i don't think with movies this is one thing that i genuinely do lament about the decline of theater attendance is that it's harder for a movie to take hold you know what i mean like it's harder for a movie to grab the zeitgeist it's harder for a movie to become one of those indispensable movies when it's just another movie in a sea of hundreds that were dropped on 
whatever streaming service you you prefer within the same month you know what i mean like it's so yeah, much so much more noise on streaming that it's harder for I, movies to sort of catch oh yeah it's that thing where it's just everything's more niche now yeah where it's like yeah everything has a fan base that's small everything's a cult following um it, it, it's just frustrating with this because if you remember i said this about free guy too which is like they lean on references in that movie yeah and it and and it's that thing where it's like I kind of wish one of these movies, I feel like they'd succeed more if they didn't feel that crutch, that need for the crutch. Because this leans on it too, where they're like, don't worry, folks. Look, it's like a lightsaber. Look, he's like a superhero. Uh, and, and, and so like, I just wish it's frustrating. I'm frustrated by these movies because they are telling these emotional stories and they clearly know that characters come first mm-hmm. and they clearly have heart. But they keep, it's just like, just go for it, guys. Like, just go go for originality. Stop teasing it. Like, just do it. I imagine uh, it's probably real hard to get oh, yeah. money for a project like this unless it looks like a Marvel movie. Right. I don't know this director. I don't know. Maybe these are all his ideas. Maybe he does. Maybe he's a dipshit and doesn't get it. Or this is like a flower growing through concrete. Where it's like, they're trying. Like, maybe if the director was hearing me right now, he'd be like, man, I'm trying so hard to do that. And they're giving me only so much leeway. You know, like, I don't know what the story is. But it feels like they keep rushing. It's just like, just the tip. Just the tip of originality. <laughs> uh, and then they just won't commit. And it's like, fucking commit. You know? Do so- do something wacky. Do something I've never seen before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because the heart's there. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't have That's any, all I. Yeah, got. I don't have anything else to say. Okay, but yeah, it was a fun movie. Yeah, fun stuff. Yeah, it's it's mostly mostly pretty good. Yeah, yeah. All mostly right, mostly pretty good. Mostly pretty good. <laughs> with uh, some with some big asterisks. All right, Dave, why don't you tell them some stuff? Yeah, hey folks, thanks for listening. We have a Patreon. If you're interested, it's called it's called Patreon.com/slash/GamefullyUnemployed. For just five dollars a month, you get uh, access to a bunch of exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Star Trek: The Next Futurama, and Spiel Boys. Uh, we also watch movies with our patrons every Friday night. Uh, <laughs> this weekend, we watched Pure Luck and uh, Loose Cannons. Loose Cannons. Yeah. So you know. That's exciting, right? Yeah. That's something you're... That's some horse shit we're going to watch. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So, yeah, you could come join that party. Uh, we also have a store. Head over to GameFleetUnemployed.com where you can find a link to our Teespring store. We have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs. You can get on uh, T-shirts, believe it or not. Uh, stickers, mugs, posters, all kinds of things. So check that out. I like T-shirts. Yeah. Fucking T-shirts. Their shirt... Is it? Is it just because they're a shirt that looks like a, the shape of a T? Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> god damn it all right all shirts are in the shape of a t Uh, what makes them so fucking special really yes a sweater looks like a t no a sweater looks like a fucked up weird a a sweater looks like a table a sweater does not look like a table the 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 top of a t should not be longer than its than its base can be no it can't then it's just a cross dave they should call it a table or a plus sign then it's just a weird plus sign or a crucifix Oh, yeah. Then, like, a, I don't know, man. Should an S be called an I? A vest? Vest, like, is an I shirt? Do vests look like eyes? Oh, they look like eyes, right? I don't right? care about this conversation. 